0: In this episode of the Quick Pop Podcast, we go over all the happenings that go down in professional wrestling this week, including shake-ups in the WWE, signings and current pay-per-views in AEW, and other things going on in Ring of Honor and Impact Wrestling. Also, goings on, including going to your favorite local wrestling shows. Welcome, everyone, once again to the Quick Pop Podcast. We are once again ready to go with another episode of the quick pop podcast my name is ace of spades card we are coming at you once again with some lovely lovely people i'm here with my favorite two people that are always here every week every week uh take it away gentlemen introduce yourself in the order that we have decided
1: what a lovely introduction hi everyone it's jake once again yeah that was the
0: loveliest of intros. yeah
1: that
2: was oh (laughs) my goodness uh i'm nelstar i'm not gonna say the name of the podcast or a certain phrase three times like ace just did it's
0: some look some people may have accidentally <laughs> clicked and i just want to make sure that they clicked <laughs> on the right thing give them plenty of opportunity to realize oh dang and then you know this is, it's to reaffirm you're listening to the correct podcast don't click away uh-huh.
1: they may not recognize our voices how else are they supposed to know yeah
0: it's just it. it's just to check it's to triple check it's okay mm-hmm click the back mm-hmm. button if you're if you're unsure and scared. And, we're professionals. And you're here. All right, so let's move on with the podcast. Uh we okay. are we are in official post superstar shakeup with official rosters. Uh, uh we are not
2: post superstar shakeup as as they let us know tonight on SmackDown that the shakeup is still very much in effect, which is why Gender Hall and the Singh brothers were back together.
0: Well, we were uh, we are now a part of the shakeup shakeup yeah well i guess what i mean by that is like the shake-up technically happened last week and now it's the these are the people who didn't make it so like uh here kind of thing like well it's
1: like everything else with wwe right now it's like oh we didn't actually plan for anything we just moved people around now actually let's figure out who works where oh we need andrade over here yeah black over here uh viking experience nope not anymore it's now viking raiders
2: but oh. their finisher is the Viking experience. well, it is
0: interesting <laughs> to see three teams move at once that was that was nice I know that's very yeah. like i I was surprised that
1: they fired the Viking experience to be honest with you, but Viking Raiders, they're a good substitute. I think there's some solid
0: hands. I think they'll do business very mm-hmm. well. It's neat though that they did take the finisher from the old team and give it to the new team.
1: Yeah, I know. That was very funny as well. I thought they'd want to, you know, distance themselves from the experience. But, I mean, the Raiders, hey, they're
0: doing their thing. It was a nice touch to give the name, Uh, though, to it. So it was like a homage to the team, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm very surprised the War Raiders are still in NXT. I
1: thought they would have got the call up. But, I mean, you know, pluck some young upstarts out of the indies and throw them on Raw
0: and see what happens. I like it. Does anyone
2: that's listening ever question why they're friends with people?
0: (laughs) Yeah, I all the time. I'm like, there's this dude in California.
2: Listen, I yeah. I don't know these two weirdos. The bar's no more.
0: Yeah, that is true. The bar is no more. Uh,
1: which upsets like it though. upsets me. But here's I, the, thing. I mean, the bar.
0: I think the bar's no more for for what for bad reasons what I hear though. Like I think Can I?
2: Yeah, Seamus is out with a concussion, which is no good. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, but it
2: totally just dawned on me the significance of the name the bar.
0: Oh. Oh. <laughs>
2: because they came together after a bar fight.
0: <laughs> and, and then, then Seamus hit the bar and now he has a concussion and...
1: oh wow okay I'm yeah I'm cool with it though because it looks like they're actually going to maybe try to push Cesaro as a singles so oh, really by putting him up against Cedric Alexander who's half his size yeah but here's the
0: thing like
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh no no wait wait, wait. No, no 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 but you have to look at this Cedric Alexander last week they had a package for him they're like he's coming he's you know, he's good, we promise. And then they have Cesaro beat him. I think they're trying to uh build up uh heels to face uh Rollins because they realize that all the people right now in the heavyweight uh scene except for AJ, uh basically it's like, oh, Rollins have already faced them each like ten times, so maybe we need new bad guys?
0: By the way, week two, we still have Cedric Alexander. We still have his full <laughs> yeah, name.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah, he's still full yeah. name. Still full Ch- name. Ch- We we, got to start the clock. How many weeks until Vince takes it away? I will say this, though,
2: um, to both of their credits. That was an absolutely fantastic match. Um, But, I mean, you're also talking about, like, two of the most athletic guys in WWE, so anything less than a fantastic match would be a disappointment. So Yeah,
1: agreed. And I mean, I I, I,
2: do, I do like it. Give 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 Cesaro a little push. He hasn't had a push in a while. And as That's and right. as Sheamus was was mentioning, you know, Cesaro's been here just as long and hasn't had the title either.
0: And see, here's I'd thing,
2: be fine
1: like, with uh, Cesaro Rollins uh, Universal Championship match. I I, I think he would be dope at a pay per view.
0: Here's the thing, and we're all like, you know, why would you put him against Cedric? like cesaro has done almost like he's done of course obviously you know every once in a while he's had a singles match but like realistically he's done nothing but tag matches for the longest time so like if you're gonna put him in a singles run you don't just immediately like oh, okay you're going against uh this person go like you have to like ease him back into the singles run like yeah you have to build him as dominant you can't just say he is yeah so like you have to like you can't you know Braun Strowman squash match. I mean, you have to give him legitimate squash matches. Yeah, I agree. What What do y'all think of the
1: newly uh, touted Robert Rude?
0: Uh, so I was really con- I was really concerned when he came out that they were about to rename him Rick Rude.
1: Dude, he looks like Joey Ryan and Rick Rude's love child.
0: Oh my god, I was gonna say it.
2: Uh, so first of all, I love the Robert Rude of TNA, like of old days. Yes. so I'm happy to see it. Yeah, I, I, I hope he can be the heel that he once was, and I'm excited for it. Um, yeah. But you're right. Dude, no, I didn't even think about him looking like Joey Ryan and Rick Rude mixed together. I was just like, yeah. holy crap, he looks like Joey Ryan.
1: Yeah. That's
2: all I thought about was Joey Ryan.
1: Yeah, I mean, in one instance, I want to say that that mustache is ridiculous. Because it's ridiculous, that's the reason I think it's going to work. It's because it's going to be one of those things that it's like everyone's going to want to boo him. Kind of how, like when Seamus first did the Mohawk, and everyone's like, "That you look retarded. Everyone, like, you know, laugh at the guy and stuff. And they're like, hey, we got heat. And now it's going to be like, that mustache looks ridiculous.
0: Everyone boo the guy. Yeah, and I mean, a mustache is like a, a surefire, like a ridiculous mustache is a surefire heat magnet. For sure, yeah, especially in wrestling. Especially in wrestling. Although, to be fair, ridiculous facial hair of any sort is a surefire heat maker. Remember when uh, she- yeah. Sheamus like had the ridiculous like Celtic mustache thing going on? Like, well, yeah, that, yeah, was, that's like, what
1: I was talking about when he had the mohawk with the like the braided.
0: Yeah, the braided jo- like dwarf whatever. beard kind of thing going on. Yeah,
1: yeah. Yeah,
0: surefire. Everyone
1: thought magnets. he looked ridiculous, and it was like, oh, now they're booing you.
0: The only thing that I thought was weird was when he made the the comment like he dropped 140 pounds of dead weight or whatever, and it's like you didn't drop anything. They transferred him. Like it's not like you kicked him out. He just all of a sudden yeah. was like taken away from you. For you, and apparently, in the time since he was taken away from you, you grew a mustache. Yeah, like I don't. That sure, I guess. Like that's that's a miracle grow right there. <laughs>
2: I mean, while we're talking on facial here, why don't we why don't nope, we talk nope, about the nope. re- the return of the the, oh, okay. the greatest wrestler of all time? Which one? Bray Wyatt and Firefly Funhouse.
1: So, I don't know how to feel. Uh, hold lovely.
0: on. Hold on. Wait, I, part
1: of me loves it, and no, part I'm of trying me to figure is out your so logic worried about what they're going to do
0: with. it. So, I love it because it looks like someone watched uh, what is it? Uh, don't Touch Me, I'm Scared. And then yes. they watched Pee Wee Pee-wee Herman's Funhouse <laughs> and were like, how can we mix this into wrestling? That's that's the, the vibe I got. Someone watched Don't Touch Me, I'm Scared and Pee Wee Herman and was like, how can we turn this into wrestling? And th- that's the result we got.
2: I don't think so- he's really changed. And the reason I say this is he starts off talking normally. And then after he takes the chainsaw to the cardboard cutout of himself, the old accent comes back. Well,
1: (laughs) someone
0: pointed out the hand he puts up to his ear is the hand that says hate.
1: Yes, Mm -hmm. it is.
0: So someone's saying like this. Yeah, it's hurt. Someone points out that that there's some symbolism to which hand he listens to.
1: Yes, I think think that's going to happen a lot. See, I, I agree with Slate is I don't feel like. People are acting like it's a a total departure. I don't feel like it is. I feel like he was this crazy, like, cult leader in the swamp. And now I feel like he's still the cult leader. He's just a different type of cult leader. It's
0: just he has a cult of children now. Maybe. Exactly. Well, hold, mm, I don't know if WWE is going down the has a cult <laughs> of children route, but. May- well,
1: it's, but he's going at it from like a, no, I'm just this lovable guy, you know, and Maybe stuff like is- that to where it's like, trust me, look, I'm talking to like to like puppets and dolls. I'm just this fun guy. And then the hurt hand talks to him and he murders people.
0: Maybe this is what happens when, uh, when you were like, you're crazy, and you get reborn in the Matt Hardy waters, and then, like, the crazy tries yeah. to come back out, and it's not fully there.
1: Oh, they're 100% that? trying to do a, like, uh, Hardy, like, how TNA did Matt Hardy and uh, Jeff and stuff. Like, they're 100% trying to do if that's that. that's what
0: they're that. doing, and that's what they're allowing, fine. Because you know what? I just watched Bray Wyatt chainsaw a cardboard self of himself, like, in half. Yeah. I and just, it's awesome. And I'm fine with Oh, that. yeah.
1: No. I I just worry that they won't go as far with this character as they need to. Like, they're going to, like, pull back. Because they're like, oh, people think it's weird. Let's pull it back. And I feel like pulling it back will just stagnate his character. Like, I I want it to get weird. I want it to get creepy.
0: Well, let me ask you this. The reason I think that they're going to go full weird, when we saw the weird buzzard velociraptor whatever you want to consider it in box. It's a buzzard. I know that, but it's a lot buzzard. of people were like, oh, it's a velociraptor. I'm like, okay, sure. It's a, it's sure. a buzzard. It's, I know it's a buzzard, but like... Those people don't matter anymore. I know that. You're missing the point. When you saw the weird puppet thing come out of the box, you were like, okay, this is obviously some kind of Wyatt thing. You're, we were like, okay, okay, it's Wyatt. When people saw the weird dollhouse and the doll, we were like, okay, duh, it's Wyatt. We all had literal Bray Wyatt in our mind. And then that happened. And we were all like, okay, I think, I think that reaction is 110% what WWE was hoping for. And they are steering heavy in that direction. I'm hoping so. I'm hoping so. I think that's the goal.
2: I just want to see him in the ring again. And I think, but I think what's going to happen is they're going to play these vignettes for a month or two. Oh yeah. Let some of the current storylines kind of play out. And then he's going to be inserted either
0: into like Samoa Joe or Finn Balor or straight into a title. I want to see him screw with Joe. Like, I want to see him get into Joe's head because Joe seems like the kind of person who would not get it. And that's what would make it great because they'd be like, hey, Joe, we got a storyline to you. All right. What's it going to be? Okay, Bray's going to come down there and you're going to feud with Bray. All right. So what's the storyline? All right. So Bray's got a house. Oh, no, the House of Horror thing? No, 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 it's more like a a House of Fun. Like the House of Horror thing? No, 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 it's like a House of Fireflies. right, you lost me.
2: No, no, okay, so what it is, it's like Pee Wee Herman has gone sadistic, and he has a chainsaw.
0: Yeah, wait, what? You're gonna hit me with a chainsaw? No, 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 he only uses it to cut on cardboard. Oh, okay. Yeah, but there's a doll, okay. Oh, and Bray talks to himself, so that's different because, no, 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 he talks to himself as himself, and his other self.
1: Yeah, and he has these gloves and, and if the he's talking to the right hand, you're cool, but if he's talking to the left hand, oh boy.
0: Uh dude, I, can I, I I'm just, can I just give him, him my like title. I don't wanna... Can I just huh? give him my can I just give him my title? I don't want I don't want this. Can I just hit just title. I'll just walk away. I'll just walk away. Yep. <laughs> I'm uh I just want to see where it goes. I don't I I uh,
2: I can tell a hundred percent that this is a character that
0: Bray and Matt Hardy came up with. You oh, yeah. Tell. You could tell yeah. that Bray was <laughs> like, Matt, are you leaving me? He's like yeah, man. I just my back. Like, not all what right, let's make like. a character. Give give me some of your brain before you leave.
2: Yeah. So I I, I don't know. I'm excited for it. I think, uh, and the fact that they're airing it the the vignettes on both SmackDown and Raw kind of leaves it open, depending on how the crowd reacts to to other. I guess you could say other storylines that are ongoing. Rest in peace, Big O. Um. Woohoo!
0: I hate you. So, so, that, sad right so now. does that mean my campaign, our campaign's over? Can I turn the GoFundMe off?
2: Yes, yeah, turn off the GoFundMe.
0: Mean- Kevin Owens keep me blocked. I don't care anymore. He broke my heart. I almost want to get him unblocked just so he can start tweeting at you. Yeah. Fine, <laughs> I will roast him. And then nah, him I mean, uh, me, I you.
2: I wish they had they had drug out the the Big O New Day storyline a little bit longer because Ko is a good face. I wouldn't even um,
0: mind if they had ended the the Big O thing like. Eventually, I just I hate that they brought back a very lovable Kevin Owens, like that the crowd could get behind, and then immediately fell back into to old. They didn't even commit to it, yeah, right. And they, it's just it's just disappointing. they were like, "Hey, the long awaited return of Kevin Owens," and everyone was like, "Oh, this is cool. This is a different side of Kevin Owens. We can get behind this. Like, it's a different Kevin Owens." And oh, look, old Kevin Owens. Yeah, great.
1: I yep. I think it's I. I... I do agree, I wish they would have uh, dragged it out just a little longer, but I think it just goes to they don't want to shove Roman in the title picture, Lars isn't ready for that spotlight yet, I don't even and mention so Lars. Daniel, Dan, Daniel Bryant is hurt right now, so it's kind of like who do we put in this picture that can be an established, hey, he's you know a, a big name to fight Kofi. And Kevin Owens is kind of all that was left on SmackDown at this moment.
0: Yeah, but there is a better way to build up. Like, like I said, like you could have built up Kevin Owens turning than just literally the week after you inserted him into the New Day. Yeah, I mean, I I, I agree that you made him the replacement for Big E, and then you immediately turned on him.
1: Yeah, like they could have given it a few more weeks. Maybe even had him... Maybe even went to the pay-per-view. Right. If you turned on him...
0: If you set up an opponent... doesn't even matter who. Put Lars... Lars doesn't have any legitimacy to the claim of fighting him. But make it seem like a big deal. And then just early on, Kevin Owens turns. And then just make it be like... Ah, it's at a, a grand stage. He turns on him. Fine. Yeah. That makes sense. But literally to be like... Last week, big deal. Big O... Awesome, and then this week, Big O, all the vignettes. He's training. He's the replacement, and then done. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Who cares? Who cares? Uh,
2: anywho, uh, moving away from WWE because there's not much else that's going on. I mean, we have the we have Becky versus Charlotte episode 473.
0: Yeah, but that was uh, actually neat because they they got we got to see just as a quick. Th- just two quick stops, real quick. Uh, as before we get to the Becky thing, well, just to hit the Becky thing real quick. Uh, it was nice to see Bailey come out and have a kind of stand up for herself moment. Uh, it was neat to see a very like aggressive side of Bailey instead of the very timid. Yes, Bailey. she's needed that for so long. It was nice to see aggressive Bailey. Like it was, yeah. you know, and it, it wasn't too like it was aggressive, but it was it, you could tell she was like. Really ticked off at Becky, but also really ticked off at Charlotte when Charlotte tried to step and say, "You get in line." All of a sudden, she's like, "Okay, yeah, yeah, I don't like Becky, but you, since you want to run your mouth, uh, so I like that." And uh, yeah. and earlier you talked about the whole shakeup thing uh, with Andrade and everything. That was a really interesting uh, situation where like one person got moved, and then it like daisy changed, two other people getting moved. Uh, Do we know for certain who moved first and started the chain?
1: See, I've heard that Fox wanted a a Latin star because they have uh, syndicated uh, shows in uh, South America and Mexico. And so they wanted kind of a face for that audience to be able to gravitate to.
0: And so I heard that's the reason Andrade was moved. So they moved Andrade, and so they had to move his fake wife or fake love yes. interest. And so because they moved her as a fake love interest, she wanted her husband. Well, she, real she's husband. not a love
2: interest. I don't. I don't know why we keep saying that. Well, she yeah, is, she female
0: female counterpart to Andrade thing. Manager
1: spokesman, spokesperson, whatever well,
0: you want to say. Yeah, yeah. A, a female attachment. And then because yes. the female attachment got moved, she was like, but I want my husband there, and so Black got moved, and so now Black's on the show. And- well, well, I've heard WWE has tried to make it – I don't know if it's necessary a mandate,
1: but they try to keep husbands and wives together Which because they find it keeps the talent happier. So, yeah, I mean, Which it's just another because- way of saying
0: yeah. – Because I like them as a tag, but it might also be nice to see if they can do well uh, as singles. That being said, now that we're on singles, let's stop playing the ricochet sound for ricochet.
1: Okay. Okay. But with both of them, why do they both have sound effects? He has that stupid ricochet sound after he does his pose at the beginning. And when they lift him up now, they want to make, like—
0: The creaking sound.
1: The the creaking sound? Oh, it's— Nails on a chalkboard, it's like it's the 3D so graphics. Like... It doesn't help anything. Just please, for the love of God, stop.
0: Alright, so that was our last two cents. Just like weird moves, and for the love of God, stop playing around in Adobe After Effects on all regards. Yeah. Just stop.
2: Yeah. Um, I like it. But uh then we have some new uh talent announced for all elite wrestling. Um Woo-hoo! So uh, I guess the first one uh, is Sunny Days is going to be in the um, over-budget Battle Royale part. Duh. Um, I don't know anything about Sunny Days. I just know he's the video editor for DDP Yoga. That's about <laughs> all I know as well.
1: Yeah. That, the video packet they gave us to tell us about him. I was like, yeah, cool. Yeah. So, I mean, it's a great story.
2: Yeah. Uh, MJF is going to be in the Battle Royale, which is cool.
1: Yeah. We, uh, I, I, I expect if he doesn't win it, I expect him to at least be like one of the final four. Yep. Uh,
2: who else got announced? It was Private Party. They are all elite. Private Party is a pretty athletic over-the-top uh, tag team. Brings a little bit more depth than they already had in the tag division. Again, guys I don't know much about, which I'm okay with. Like, as someone who oh, yeah. watches indie wrestling, and I don't know half these guys, I'm like, that must mean they're really good, but they're stuck in territories, which is I'm, I'm fine. Like, I get great talent that I get to watch here in L.A., But it's not the end-all, be-all whenever you're talking about indie. Like, yeah, PWG and Bar Wrestling and Championship Wrestling of Hollywood are three of the bigger indie promotions. But at the same time, like, there's a lot more to it than
1: what I see. Which Championship Wrestling of Hollywood is now shown on uh, CW on Memphis? They just started it. It's Which, a very good promotion. I I had heard of it, but never got to watch it. It's uh, it's nice.
2: Uh, keep an eye on Tyler Bate. I be, wouldn't be surprised if he's scooped up by somebody like Ring of Honor or uh, Impact soon.
1: Completely agree. Is, but, uh, a stud. but as to Private Party that you were talking about, I didn't know. I, I thought I'd seen them before when I saw the picture of them, but I went and like watched the highlights they had from a, the Being the Elite episode. I was like, oh, these aren't the guys I thought they were. And I went and just uh, watched like one of their matches real quick on YouTube, and wow, they are a spot fest and a half. Uh, them and the Bucks, or them and uh Lucha Bros, will be phenomenal. Good. I I think they're going to do some crazy stuff together. They I, love, they, I
2: love tag team wrestling. So give me more of yeah, it. Give me more. There. You know, more more big big players in the game, and yeah. I'm I'm all for it. Especially you know with. AEW now having what, uh, two shows announced. Tickets are on sale for the second show, I believe, in Jacksonville, yep. um, and then uh, a third being announced, which is cool. So,
1: um, yeah. uh, isn't that the uh, Fight Fest that they're doing in somewhere in Florida?
2: Yeah. So they have uh, the Fight for the Fallen, which is uh, coming up in Jacksonville in June, yes. and then they announced the next one, which is which is Fight Fest. It also has something to do uh the, the EVO event. I was about yes. to say it has something to do with video games.
1: Yes. Yes, yeah, it's, it's but, for but Evo. is part of the EVO thing. Because New Japan did it last year, and Kenny had those connections. So this year, uh, AEW is uh, attached to the video. To Dear the
2: EVO. Vincent Kennedy
0: McMahon, please, for the love of all that is holy, allow the implication to make that it. Vincent is listening to you when KO blocks you.
2: Yeah, he might be. Um, please, for the love of all that is holy, allow Xavier Woods a hey, one night exemption from his contract to appear. Thank you. Appear where? At the Evo at Fight Fest.
0: Uh, Are you I kidding mean, me? He went to Vince Evo
2: last pulled, year?
1: Vince just pulled the you don't get my guys card and just had Undertaker and Kurt Angle pulled from Star uh cast two, and you think they're going to let Xavier Woods go, I mean, go to an actual AEW
0: event? Well, I mean it depends, because technically speaking, they he let uh, at Evo last year, he let uh, Xavier feud with Kenny Omega at Evo last year. This is true. This is true. So, I mean, it's not but, the most but, unheard of thing.
1: But at that time, Kenny was a part of New Japan and his contract was coming up. So that may have been a move to try to get Kenny to sign with WWE. Yeah,
0: but I mean I don't know. Like, because technically speaking, when Xavier is at EVO and things like that, he is like his up-up-down-down persona and like that's separate. I think Vincent Kennedy is like a little more like lax on stuff like that because he 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 appears with a lot more people in up, up, down, down, than he would have any more right to do. You know, I, what mean, I mean, like I,
1: normally, I would totally agree with that. But everything that WWE has done or presented since AEW has been announced makes me think that they want nothing to do with their talent interacting with AEW talent. Where anyone can photograph it, record it, or put it on the internet? Uh we'll,
0: we'll have to remain to see. The yeah. like I guess the only way we'll see that is when when like AEW like goes like, you know, full live and everything is if we see like completely no more, you know, AEW talent appear on the up, Pub Down and like any episodes that Used to include a up down talent disappear off YouTube, then we'll know yeah. for sure
1: well that's that's true well I mean don't get me wrong like I want to be wrong about that because like he said like if Xavier goes there and like Xavier Kennedy or kennedy uh Xavier kenny uh two and you you have like the rematch uh in like Street Fighter or whatever game they'd be playing uh that'd be a lot of fun to watch because the first one was a lot of fun to watch yeah so I hope it happens I just I don't think I think WWE wants to act like AEW does not exist Until because it I, does. I, I yeah well <laughs> because I, I I think they're I I think I don't want to say like they're nervous but I think they're they're looking at it as hey this is actual competition coming up yeah. we don't need to give the competition any of our viewership or any of our Spotlight.
2: Um moving on with all elite wrestling, we had uh interesting announcements from both the Young Bucks and Cody. Um if you remember about a month ago, uh they had a search for hashtag the librarian. Uh it looks like they, they found their librarian, but they're not sure on to who it was. Uh Cody announced Leva Bates. Um she's wrestled under a bunch of different names. Uh she's actually a fantastic women's competitor. Uh, just a fantastic wrestler overall. Um, blue pants, yeah, blue pants. Uh, Leva was announced as the librarian by Cody, but then the Young Bucks came out and announced that hashtag the the librarian was actually Pete Avalon of PWG Bar Wrestling Championship Wrestling of Hollywood fame, of LA wrestling fame. So, um, we it looks like we might be having a little bit of a back and forth between the executive vice presidents of of AEW um as Cody responded to the Bucks announcement of Pete Avalon with I'm the EVP and then Matt Jackson responding to him with saying well I named the company um so hopefully we're getting a little bit back and forth on Twitter all in good fun maybe some being the elite and some uh some road to double nothing storylines happening there um so I I don't know what they're doing with the librarians like I don't want to comment on it but it I mean, like if you if if you really sign Pete Avalon, I'm 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 so stoked. Pete is Pete is a treasure of a wrestler, and, and at this point, I'm surprised he hasn't been picked up by anybody else.
1: Uh, I know very little of Pete. Uh, I think I've seen like highlight clips, but never really matches, so I can't really speak on him. Uh, I'm stoked that they'd be picking up Bates for the women division. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think she is super creative. Uh, I think she would be. Really good for that division, really good at creating and doing whatever they want to do with her, whether it is this librarian gimmick or whether this is all just like a joke to basically maybe have those two have an intergender match. I don't know, Um, because I'd be down for that, like a battle of the librarians. Whoever wins gets the gimmick Um, or I, I don't know. But like, I think she would do a lot for that women's division in the ring and especially with storytelling. I think she would be really good to help uh, people develop characters and for her to have a character worth developing.
2: Yeah, that'll be interesting to see. Um, And then uh, as for, I mean, like what was really the big news coming out of All Elite Wrestling? Uh, I think, one, it set Twitter afire. It was the number one trending topic on Twitter whenever it was announced. Uh, And then the promo of that said person cut was also one of the top trends on Twitter after he did his promo. Uh, for those of you that live under a rock, uh, Dustin Rhodes has officially retired the Gold Dust character and will be wrestling Cody
0: at Double or Nothing. That's the uh, key wrestling that a lot of the... people need to take away from this, that it's not Dustin Rhodes that's retired. I saw a lot of people, because uh, I was talking about this with one of my friends, I and mean, they were like, oh man, Dustin Rhodes is retiring. I'm like, no, 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 no. Gold Dust is being retired, not Dustin Rhodes. Yeah. That's a very yeah. clear distinction.
2: Yeah, and hashtag thank you Gold Dust was trending on Twitter. I joined in on it, but uh, a fantastic promo in the Road to Double or Nothing by Dustin. Holy crap! Like, I like he had some good promos whenever he was Dustin Rhodes in TNA, but this was like a top notch promo, and like I'm actually really excited to see it. Uh, it's called it's being called like the Last Ride, uh, and I'm just I I think. You know, we never really got that that Dustin versus Cody match in the WWE, so I'm excited to see the two brothers go at it. I think, I think for how much of a veteran uh, Goldie is, he's still got a little bit left in the tank and is probably going to put on a good match with his brother.
1: Yeah, I totally agree. Uh, the promo was fantastic. Uh, I wanted this match three, four years ago. I think it was leading into WrestleMania, and they started like to show like you know, seeds of dissent within the tag team. And I thought they were going to lead in it to mania and they never did. Um, but especially after the match Cody had at a all in, like kind of tr- uh, building a rock Hogan type vibe where, you know, him and all was just sitting there and they were just like wa- listening to the crowd and watching the crowd and they were doing it. It was an okay wrestling match, but it just felt bigger because the crowd was so into every punch You know, Cody threw, they cheered. Every punch Cody took, they booed. And, you know, I just think they're going to build that type of atmosphere with this brother versus brother, but in a different way. Whereas this time, I think the crowd will be behind both of them. And to where it's like they'll want to see Dustin, you know, have that last really big match, you know, if this is his last match or at least, you know. I'm not
2: convinced it is.
1: I'm not convinced it is either. Um, especially at the end of that promo when he's like, "Call it a last ride if if you want to," uh, and stuff like that. I'm like, yeah, I think the last ride may be like his last run, but I don't think it's his last match. But I think you know the crowd will want you know Dustin to be able to have that really big match that he hasn't had in quite some time in WWE, and at the same time, Cody coming off of an injury. You know, I just I think the crowds crowd's gonna be electric for both these guys, yeah. and I think they're gonna do that whole feed on that and make the crowd make the match bigger. Cause I know Cody l- loves doing that.
2: Yeah. I think, uh I think the biggest thing is that even if, even if Dustin doesn't have a lot left in the tank, he's wrestling his brother, which means they know each other in the ring. Um yeah. They, they know how each other works. So Cody will be able to highlight what Dustin has. And Dustin will hopefully be able to play off of that and, and do well. And it's really weird calling him Dustin. I don't know how I feel about it yet.
0: Yeah. Well, you definitely uh, don't want to call him Dusty because that's like just another weird on top of weird.
1: Yeah. I mean, I watched him in WCW when he was Dustin Rhodes.
2: Yeah. But
1: it's been so long that you're right. It feels weird because it's like even though I've seen you wrestle under this name, it's just not a name I'm used to. Yeah, uh, I don't know. I uh, okay. I thought the new, new makeup looked pretty uh pretty sweet with
2: yeah, the red and black. red and black on half the face. I'm yeah, I'm I'm down with it. Wow.
1: I, I I liked it. Like the homage to Goldust, but yet you know he's more himself than just a a, a painted up character. So I liked it. It it it, it feels more like war paint than yeah. a gimmick. I agree. Uh,
2: and then I guess to to round this one up, uh, round this one up on Friday we had uh. Another episode of uh, Impact, and this was not the last episode before Rebellion. It's the, the second to last episode before Rebellion, um, which is uh, shaping up to be uh, one of Impact's bigger shows that I've, I've at least seen card-wise in a while. Um, so I know we mentioned it last week. Gail Kim has come out of retirement. Um, we did mention that last week, right? Possibly.
0: There's a lot of stuff with the shakeup. I thought okay. It was it was a brief mention, but I mean we didn't okay. really go into depth with it.
2: Yeah. yeah. So Gilkin's out of retirement. Uh, Impact pretty much opened up with Tessa Blanchard cutting a promo outside of Robert Irvine uh, Gilkin's Kim's husband's restaurant. Great promo. Tessa set set that match up per, uh, perfectly. There's not a lot to talk about that match because there's really nothing at stake. Um. I think uh, the big thing uh, to talk about um, before we head into what I feel is the biggest match of the night, um, the Lucha bros took on Eddie Edwards and Eli Drake in a tag team match on Friday night uh, and, and won in pretty, I wouldn't say convincing fashion, but uh, let's just say that Drake took the pin and uh, it was, it was a good match. Like it was a good, a good tag match. Um, and then Eli Drake being the Eli Drake that he is. He's the same person as Robert Roode. I'm going to tell you that right now. Uh, if he's not a heel, he's not doing his best. Um, sat there, hugged hug Eddie Edwards uh, of former Wolves fame, if you will. Um, he hugged him. They kind of like sat in the ring for a little bit. Uh, and then uh, Eli Drake turned on him. Um, but also, um, after the three count... Um, so Eli Drake beat the crap out of Eddie Edwards. That's what it comes down to. And it was really, it was really well played out. Like you kind of knew it was going to happen, but you didn't know who was going to turn on who. Um, I was expecting Eddie Edwards to, to take the kendo stick to Eli Drake, that Eli Drake picked it up and actually hit him in the forehead with the kendo stick, which looked very painful. Um, all the while Pentagon and Phoenix are feuding with, or beating the crap out of, uh, LAX on the entrance ramp which is the tag team match for Rebellion. Um, I'm assuming, I'm just assuming that uh, that LAX is going to win that at Rebellion just because of Lucha Bros versus Young Bucks for the AAA title at Double or Nothing. Um, but then what I thought was the best, best event of the night, uh, if you guys aren't watching Impact, it airs every Friday night on Twitch, so you can watch it for free, and it's only an hour long. And it's really, it's really gone up in one production value and just the overall value of the company as a whole seems to be in a better
0: place than, uh, the end of the Dixie Carver slash Billy Corgan slash
2: who really owns this company era.
0: Um, and from what I've seen, like, uh, it's one of those also like always on kind of things. So like, yes. you can also go and just go to the channel and it's one of those, you can just, you know, get your fix of wrestling at any point in time. And then, and then specifically on Friday is when it's like the, like the new live kind of content. Yep. So, like, if um, you just want to get your, like, oh, let me just get an idea of what stories are kind of going on, then there's like the always on kind of content.
2: Yeah. Um, before that tag match, though, uh, we had Taya Valkyrie uh, taking on Madison Rain, which was the fourth match of the night. Um, after the introductions, uh, Taya then cut a promo, uh, making her own executive decision that the champ doesn't have to wrestle tonight. Uh, Rain champ does rejected champ it. Yeah, the champ champ doing champ things. Taya Valkyrie is a fantastic female uh, or women's champ for, for Impact, though she's going to lose it in Rebellion, um, and I'll tell you why. Madison Rain essentially came out and said, no, you're, you're dumb. We're fighting, and then attacked Valkyrie as she was exiting. Um, but Taya eventually got away, and then lo and behold, the number one contender to the TNA or to the Impact, knockout women's champion, came out and started beating on her. Um, me and Jake's favorite female wrestler, Jordan Grace, uh, yeah, made an appearance and then uh, tossed her back into the ring. So uh, Rain was able to get the the, uh, the win over of Valkyrie. And I think the big thing about this is that Jordan Grace has already been primed to take the the title from of Valkyrie. But what they've done, which WWE never really does, is line up the next person in succession while building up the person who's going to take it. So, like, Jordan Grace is going to take it. But the fact that, like, Madison Rain has been... Beating all these people, she pinned Tessa Blanchard and Valkyrie in in successive weeks. Like they're building up the next person in line, whereas WWE just buries anyone who's not in the title match. And that's what I'm loving about this. Um, what's really cool is is next week, uh, because of that. Now, um, so Taya Valkyrie is is married to to Johnny. Mundo, Johnny Morrison, Johnny Impact, whatever. Johnny, okay, Um, who's fighting Brian Cage at Rebellion. Uh, So now, next week's Impact actually has LAX and Cage versus the Lucha Bros and Johnny. So I don't know if you guys saw that. Watch it. Um, But so that kind of sets up that too because Ty Valkyrie was there uh, whenever Johnny betrayed Brian Cage. So it makes you think that there's a little bit more to this. I don't know. I'm excited for it. Impact is, is on the up and up. Jordan Grace has, has my heart in her hands, and I hope she wins every title that she ever fights for and never loses any of them.
1: I just want Jordan Grace to win the title and then Tessa to come back winning the title because I want Jordan Grace and Tessa in a title match on a big stage. Can I just
2: tell you something about how sad I am? Tell me so, about how sad
0: you are, because you always do, but let's hear it now.
2: Okay. So I'm 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 heading to uh Ace and, and Jake's neck of the woods tomorrow. Sorry. And yeah. And uh We're not Thursday it, Thursday is is bar wrestling uh here in LA. Definitely not. Or it's in Baldwin Park. Uh and it's 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 Jordan Grace teaming up with Tessa Blanchard and Heather Monroe in an intergener six man tag match and I'm missing it. And I'm so sad right now.
0: I weep for you. That sounds really good.
2: Dude, I am I'm just so sad. It's 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 Jordan Grace, Tessa Blanchard, and Heather Monroe versus Rock NES or Rockness Monsters and Watts. Here's the thing though. Why Ooh, are you missing it? Rockness
0: Monsters are really good. Why are yeah. you missing it though?
2: Because I will be heading to the St. Jude Children's Research Hospital. I mean, it's a good reason.
0: See, that's so a bad. It's, it's a, very a fantastic good... reason.
2: Um, but the next bar wrestling the day after I get back from this trip, um, was actually setting up to be a pretty, pretty good one. Uh, some of the faces that I see on the uh, on the on the on the, on, on the promo poster that they they've made: Tyler Bate, Joey Ryan. Go figure. The owner of the company is going to make an appearance. What uh, what Jungle Boy? Um, then we got Heather Monroe, Brandon Cutler, another AEW star, uh, Pete Avalon, Jake Atlas, uh, and then uh, someone who I've wanted to see wrestle for quite some time now. Uh, it's the man, the myth, the legend, the former WCW World Heavyweight Champion himself, David Arquette.
1: <laughs>
2: nice. <laughs> so uh, I uh I, I would. So I got into bar wrestling because of a friend, but I would recommend anyone that's listening uh if you're near a large city, you live in a large city or if you live in a mid-sized city or if like seriously just look for any indie events that you're going to or any indie events that are in your area and go to them. Yes. If if I'm going to impress this upon anyone, um just because since I've started going to bar wrestling and championship wrestling of Hollywood, like since I've started going to both of those, I I find that my love of wrestling has deepened. And that I realized that if I'm not happy with what's going on on TV, I have so much other stuff I can watch because there are some of these indie promotions that are doing it so much better than The Billion Dollar Company.
1: Yeah, no. uh, Indie shows, I mean, it was the same thing like when growing up and you're first discovering music. Yeah, you can go to like the big venues and see, you know, insert band in 16,000 seat arena. But, man, you find the hole-in-the-wall place and you go see a band and, like, there's basically not really a stage, not really barriers. You're, like, right there in the face of the singer. It's ten times more fun. And it's yeah. the same thing with indie wrestling. It's that punk rock feel. It's that, you know, you're basically a part of the show. It's 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 freaking great.
0: Yeah. There is something like Barbara- to be said for indie wrestling. And it's one of those things where no matter what what you do, you have to first tell yourself, to get over yourself because if it's your first time going to indie wrestling and you've only watched like the big production your first thought is well i'm not gonna like this because i've only watched the big production so you feel like you're not going to be into it you have to step out of that comfort zone of the big Mm -hmm. production and like appreciate the 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 wrestling side of it like just the the in-ring wrestling side of it and engage yourself with the crowd, and that's when you realize, like, mm-hmm. the crowds at the indie wrestling stuff is half of the experience. Yes. unless you're at a Joey Ryan match, well, that's, <laughs> that's a different then the story. crowd
2: is a hundred percent of the. That's experience. That's a different
0: story. That the, the crowd <laughs> yeah. is the experience. The crowd
2: and the baby oil—that's the entire—and the lollipop—that's the experience right there. Yeah, that's why <laughs> that I said that that's that's experience. a different
0: that's a different story altogether. But it's, that's that's a hundred percent besides the point. The point is in a wwe setting when when, we've all been to live wwe you know shows Uh the crowd noise is not the same live as what we think it is when we watch a show and so you have a different like idea of what you you supposedly think the show is going to be whereas when you go to an indie show the crowd is pumped the whole time there is no dead zone yeah. yeah, that's what makes an indie show great to go to. There is no dead zone in a in an indie match. No,
2: everyone's cheering the whole time. Everyone's having a blast. Um, and if there everybody's... is a dead
1: zone, it's because they don't know the two people, but usually people then just start yelling out random things and yeah, it makes yeah. it that much more fun because it's just like, you know, you get nicknames for the people you don't know, or you just like start yelling out about what moves they're doing it's and that,
0: stuff. It's that mob mentality where there's that one guy who's been going to these shows his entire life. And <laughs> yeah. that the, yeah. he's got like one of the guys in the ring is like his mortal enemy. And so he's like yelling at the guy and he hates oh. him. And like <laughs> the guy is so loud and obnoxious that you like, you hate the guy. And so you're like, you know what? I like the guy that he hates, and so you start cheering for the guy that he hates. And now you can tell that the guy is not only mad at the guy in the ring, but he's mad at you. So now you have to yell louder <laughs> than him, and that's how rivalry start. Exactly, and and I think you touched on a good point with indie wrestling.
2: Ace is that is you know it's not a production. You don't have you don't a lot of these places don't have the storylines. They uh, well they do, they would on doing WWE. There's the no vignette.
0: They're doing, they're doing the best they can with, with the, the resources they have available.
2: And you're Perfect. there for the wrestling. You're there for the athleticism. You're there for the fun. You're there for Joey Ryan using his dong as a weapon.
0: Well, yeah. yeah well,
1: <laughs> usually, with, usually with Indies, there's somebody on the poster that, as far as the average fan, someone on the poster, they either saw that they know or they've heard something about, so they come for them. And then it's like you then discover everything, everybody else, which is half the fun of it, too, is that you get to see these wrestlers that you're like, oh, I don't even know. What was that guy's name again? And, you know, you fall in love with then somebody that you've never seen before. And then you start following them and then you find out about other uh, indie events and it just spirals. The beauty spirals from there.
0: Well, like there's a a local one around here called Velocity Championship Action that I want to take Jake to at some point. Yes, Uh, we must go. God bless them. They they try to put storylines together, and God bless them. It is very much local Memphis wrestling at its heart. Uh, for some of the wrestling, like one of the guys there, uh, that's literally called like Moonshine.
1: Uh, oh, Lord, that, yep, that's that's a Memphis
0: wrestling name for you. Yep, yep. Uh, Nell, I'm gonna paint a picture. Picture somebody first of all whose name is Moonshine. Uh. Okay think of somebody with like has to go buy his pants in the big and tall section of Bass Pro Shop uh, and uh, does not wear a shirt just overalls and is the kind of person who is like you want to come back to my house later and that's moonshine
1: so is he like a lost nephew of the Moon Dogs?
0: Uh, he is a lost nephew of somebody's nephew. I'll just say that. <laughs> I just that because
1: uh, mm. what you described to me was just. Do you know what I'm talking about with the Moon Dogs? Yes, and the old, yeah, and I'm big, just saying. You, yeah, he's a like, big what boy. What you described to me, I'm picturing one of the Moon Dogs, but mm. younger.
0: He's a big boy, and he's an old boy.
2: Yeah. <laughs> but uh, Jake had a point. Like, pay attention to who they put on the poster. So for tomorrow night's event, the person front and center is Moose. Yeah, uh, nice. Right behind him is Jordan Grayson and, and Tessa Blanchard, followed right by uh by Brian Cage. And then for the one with David Arquette, David Arquette is front and center big
1: with Tyler Bate, Joey Ryan, and Ty Valkyrie like all around him. So uh yeah. um, you know, I think Joey's uh going to be at Glory Pro. That's like right right outside of St. Louis uh within a month or two. Uh they're in Indy the, Company that I sometimes uh take a drive to go see and uh they're a pretty good uh uh company. I think he's fa- fighting facing this local indie guy named Pac, yeah. which is one of their up and coming guys. Uh yeah, so that should be yeah. fun. Yeah.
2: gonna be it indie wrestling's a fun time. Like give it a shot. Go have fun with it. Um Just I mean don't, you can see I, people like Jungle
0: Boy. It sounds terrible to say this because it's it sounds like it sounds bad when you say it. But it's just something. Don't go in with high expectations. Like, don't go in like thinking this is going to be terrible. But don't go in with a WWE mindset. You know, don't go I, in. No, I say a hundred percent. Go in with like high expectations for a level of wrestling. Well, don't yeah, yeah, no not go in for no, no. high yeah.
2: expectation for production. Yeah, or yeah, for that's, I guess promos. That's
0: what that, I guess that's what I, I mean. Like, go in looking for the for the the in the ring stuff. Don't go in for the spectacle. Go in for the the in the ring. I guess is what I mean. Yeah, I Sorry, would also I, say, I worded that but, poorly.
1: I would also say go in just looking to have a good time yep. and to make friends, because every time, uh, even if I go with buddies or just like one other person, anytime I've ever gone to a wrestling event, whoever we sit by, by the end of the night, we're like high fiving and like, you know, just talking wrestling and stuff like it's an easy way to make friends. Oh, yeah, it's an for easy sure. way just to like, like have a blast.
2: One of, the, one, of the, the, uh, one of the best friends I've made here in LA, I met at my first bar wrestling event. And yeah. I went to the last bar wrestling event I went to by myself and met up with him and his friends. So, yeah. um, and then you get to see awesome guys who you've probably heard of. because A lot of these guys are signed to Impact or they're, they're signed to like PWG, like these other, I guess you call them like mid-tier promotions. Um, So you get to see folks like Daga or Mick Moretti or sometimes even Havoc. Like you get to see all of these guys because this is what they do on the side to make a little bit of extra money. So the guys that you're seeing on Impact, you can see like I see Brian Cage lives here in L.A. I mean, uh, Melissa Santos, his wife, is also the ring announcer for Bar Wrestling. So like I get to see them every week. I also get to see them
0: every Friday on Impact. So it's it's just a cool event just go and uh i'll second the uh the you can make friends super easily like at any wrestling event yeah uh i think i think i made friends one time with a uh with a group of guys like at wrestlemania i know that's a wwe event so it kind of defeats the purpose but literally like they were sitting in front of us and i made a ridiculous like call or whatever about uh something that was happening and like gonna happen in a match i was like yeah i bet you know such and such happens and all of a sudden dude was like oh yeah i bet that's what happens and like a dude the dude that was with him was like no you can't call that the dude back there called it and i was like that, it's okay he can say that that's what happens like this dude was randomly standing up for my like random prediction yeah
2: i i I just i love indie wrestling over the past I think um during the brock era if you will
0: the i brock became era. so brock and the Wait, brock and brock roman era? era the most yeah, which one? One. the good one or the bad the most, one the bad one that just happened uh
2: because of that i got jaded with with wwe i'm kind of jaded with ring of honor if if i'm being honest ring of honor is just not holding yes. my attention as it Does as ring ring it honor, used no. to
1: completely and, agree
2: and so yeah so like i've had fun going to events and yeah it's you know one event every 2 weeks so it's not like i get to see it every week but i also can't afford to see it every week but like it, it it's just fun it's it's good stupid fun we go out we have a couple beers we watch some wrestling and we're home by midnight and we move on there's no storylines it's just great matches
1: yeah it's 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 one of those things that like you said like there's not always complete stories there but there's you know more of the stories are in the ring because it isn't a weekly product usually but it's just more of watching good in-ring work because everyone there is just trying to impress the crowd and it's just a fun atmosphere and something really fun to go to
2: yeah so that's all i have to say on indie wrestling go do it go make friends go watch wrestlers that you'll probably see in ring of honor new japan or aew or wwe down the line
0: yeah, because you never know. Like the guy that you see that's named, you know, Big Tiny might be the next WWE champion down the line. You never know, or the next librarian. Hashtag Pete Avalon. Yeah, I mean, Ooh. yeah, I I always say WWE because that's just the the my specialty. But I mean, it on. could be. You know, I don't <laughs> give you enough crap on recording, but I'll start. Okay. <laughs> I dial it back when I press the big red button, but I'll start. But uh, that was another episode of uh, the Great Pop Podcast. Thank you so much uh, for joining us. Uh, Not necessarily a spoiler, but just kind of a heads up. Next couple of episodes might be a little little sparse. We're starting to get into the spring travel season. I know a couple Mm -hmm. of us are going... Here, there, and everywhere. So uh, if you hear a few less or a few new voices on the next couple of recordings, just know that that is the case. So just know that the next couple of episodes may include or uninclude a couple of familiar voices. But do tune in anyway because, you know, you never know who you might hear. Uh, so stay yeah. tuned uh, to your regular scheduled programming. We won't be gone very long. Uh, yeah. As usual, though, my name is Ace. I've been Jacob. You have
2: been. And, <laughs> you have been. I uh, have been. That was me. And I'm Nelstar15, and I hope KO continues to block me because Jordan Grace is better than him anyways. I have a new campaign. Fight.
1: Oh, it's fight.
2: Fight Owens, fight. I'm going to get it. At fight Owens, fight. Bring it. I will fight Kevin Owens any day of the week. I'm the same shape as he is. Round.
0: He will cannonball you into oblivion. Yeah. I can cannonball too. Well yes but one of you you know what you know what it doesn't matter it doesn't matter one of you is heel and one of you is heel and that that fight will never happen so you know that...
1: <laughs> that's right that's right hey, hey hey in the wwe we do not have heel versus heel matches yeah, so you so... two would either have to join forces to a stable or be on separate shows
0: yeah I'm, and so I'm you'll never that. join forces so it'll never happen so yeah so
1: yeah. sorry Let this me fight
0: Put me on SmackDown.
1: And as we've seen, uh, uh, Owens cannot be faced for more than two weeks. So, sorry, and I don't see Slate going face anytime soon. Anytime God, no.
0: soon, never. So, what we'll do is we'll put Slate on two hundred five live. And uh,
1: <laughs> I'd have to hit that weight
0: limit. <laughs> <laughs> no, you'd That's be a manager. Get on the treadmill, bud. No, you'd be a, you'd be a heel manager. Anyway, thank you for all for listening. You have a great evening. Goodbye. <laughs> Hko.